Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never, ever, ever played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Shreyas. And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 50 episode five zero the big one happy 50 wow we've been doing this so as promised i said that i was going to be eating 50 nuggets on air as you record this that crinkling is those nuggets oh you you met a girl named wendy i see i met a girl named wendy and we're getting married next month (laughs) it's it's quick things are moving fast but she treats me right and when you know you know yeah yeah i checked her profile she is hot and crispy (laughs) you know i don't yeah you know if you want to jump into a marriage i'm not going to judge you you know if you feel like after two months of knowing somebody you're ready to say i do forever do your thing yeah it's not me though no, not me. But times are tough. <laughs> Sometimes you get desperate, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's been hard recently. It's been a hard couple of years. We can officially say that now. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know. Yeah. So if you need to get married to make yourself feel better, do it. <laughs> to make yourself feel better. Well, why? Isn't that why you get married anyway? You know, you know you're just like, man. I'm so sad. I must get married. Otherwise, I will not be stop being sad. <laughs> There's nothing else that could make me happier than getting going than for a walk, <laughs> drinking some water. It just doesn't work. I it need doesn't. to get married. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Uh, All right. Shreya, I just want everybody to know. Yeah, that is four nuggets down four. OK, so 46 to go. We'll, we'll keep a, a running tracker. Yeah, I got my I got my counter right here. My nugget yeah. counter. Um, <laughs> so, yes, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Amateur Hour. We are thrilled to have you here today. Uh, there is a lot of sports to be talked about, as usual. I think, Shrey, we only had like a couple episodes during like that NBA bubble time where we were like, what do we talk about? Yeah. Yeah, I Otherwise, remember conversations of us being like. Man, not a lot has got like almost like do we make an episode this week because we're like really scraping at the bottom of the barrel for like I'm like yeah the 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 PBA bowling championship happened yeah did you see did you see uh did you see the summer like when they did the cornhole like yeah that was fun like dude professional cornhole I gotta say is kind of crazy have you watched a full cornhole mm-hmm. have you watched. A lot of it takes a while. You're a connoisseur, cornhole connoisseur. That's yeah, I am. Bad. There's um, there's Chet <laughs> Baker and um, Tommy Lee Heinsohn. Um, those are my two favorite athletes. They're father and son you, tandem. I, I think you, I think you, I think you added Tommy Lee from Motley Crue and Tommy Heinsohn, and then Chet Baker. I don't Chet know how Baker. you, I don't know how you made up that name, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so folks, as we get started today, uh, we're going to get the good vibes rolling, we're going to get the nuggets eaten, and we're going to start talking some sports. Uh, I'm going to kick the week off with the weekly highs. The weekly highs. So my personal weekly high is pretty straightforward. It's the fact that I get to gorge myself on uh, some Wendy's delectables. Now that That is my weekly highlight. I mean... Other than that, I just worked, worked out and slept. So yeah, so low bar this week. You got the uh, you got the nuggets going. I got these Skippy peanut butter bites mm. going. So if I'm like stuck on my words because the peanut butter is hitting the top of my mouth, I apologize. But I could not leave my man Max alone okay. in the eating in the eating lore of today's episode. So I uh, the whole I episode just. <laughs> I'm not going to so Tom do Brady. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything stupid like eat fifty of something, but I will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I will indulge a little. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, wait, what did I say my weekly? What did I say my weekly high was? Was eating your nuggets. Oh no no the sports high. Yeah, yeah, oh that's, right yeah yeah. 
All right, I remember. So for my Sports Weekly High, um, I tuned into a little bit of NBA action last night. I watched the Brooklyn Nets versus the Golden State Warriors, and that was quite the game. Uh, Kyrie was going off. You know, game that was starting slow where the Warriors were up by 19. So to watch the Nets just get beaten down and look, frankly, kind of lost was a rare sight to see, especially, you know, after the past few years that they've had. Uh, But Kyrie himself started going off. I think he had 13 or 14 in the third quarter to bring it within two. Mm. Then in the fourth, it was the Splash Brothers. And it was great to see that tandem back at it again. I mean, these guys who were ice cold to start the game, I think they started like four for 19. Uh, just tough. They they flipped the switch and went absolutely parabolic. And it's crazy to see that somebody who has been struggling all night, his teammates are like, just keep shooting. And then once he gets that one, I mean, that's it. It's game over. Also, those are the guys uh, that I would allow to keep shooting. There's no the guys, guys you know, right? There's no, there's probably. A Would you let James Harden keep shooting? Yeah, I let James Harden keep shooting. I let Kyrie keep KD. shooting. Yeah. I let KD keep shooting. I let the Splash Brothers keep shooting. LeBron can keep shooting. I mean, LeBron has doesn't have to shoot. Like I would want him to keep driving mm. more than keep shooting, right? I, I mean that but like in a terms keep of like scoring, keep keep keep, be, keep being aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, but like shooting like getting wise, the ball. yeah, yeah, like shooting wise, those like five, like there's probably no other guys that I would want like jump shooting to get their stroke back. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. With I was surprised seeing the box score that uh, that Wiggins was the the leading scorer, but uh, knowing now because I didn't watch the game unfortunately, but knowing now that Steph and Clay just got basically got all their points in the fourth quarter was. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. So that's that's me. All right, Trace, what is bad this week? <laughs> the lows. Back in the state that you left. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maximilian. There has been, uh, like, I don't know. There was not a white Christmas this year, but I think everything that kind of was, like, bottled up just decided to explode mm-hmm. last night and over the course of the day. Uh, and we got about 15, 16 inches where I am. So r- ridiculous. The, the little blizzard nor'easter wow. type deal that we got um, over the course of over course of this day. So it was uh, <laughs> and it was like that. It, it's, it's great if you like skiing and if you like snowboarding and stuff because the the snow was like very powdery like i know that's like the good oh dude that's some sick fresh powder out there bro yeah like that's the the good winter sports activity snow right but like like i couldn't like throw a snowball like okay i'm thankful because shoveling was easy but i'm also not thankful if like i couldn't i didn't want to go outside because like there's no point i can't like make a snowball and throw it at somebody or it was it was powdery, right? It's not going to stick. Well, I mean, but Trey, honestly, like at this point, how often are you going out to like build snowmen? I like I like throwing snowballs at things. I okay. I like um I'll like go to my deck, and I like find a tree, and whatever whatever snow I clean up from the deck and the stairs and stuff, I like make a couple of snowballs out of it if it's like good packing snow, and I'll pretend I'm like. I'll pretend I'm like a quarterback out there, or like trying to, you know, get someone out at, at from third base at uh, at first, and I'll just like see if I can throw some line drives, hit the trunk, and then, people, and then people know they're like, "Ooh, I see that." <laughs> There's visual evidence. <laughs> Are you getting acknowledgement in the form of like compliments on your ability to? No, no. But like, if wow, that kid can see... really throw, <laughs> I want him on a team next year. <laughs> Bobby, get the papers. <laughs> get the, yeah, yeah. I can be a good paper boy. <laughs> no, they're getting the papers to sign oh, you. Oh, 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 just, oh. I thought, I thought you meant like I could throw a mean paper on a door or something. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. Let's not sell ourselves short, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a sure. A wicked newspaper boy. <laughs> Always looking for a side hustle. And welcome. Here are the 2022 top side hustles. <laughs> Where you can get eighteen thousand per week. Here's my eight sources of income. Just be rich. Fifties paper boy. <laughs> so outside my YouTube channel, um, I am a paper boy from the nineteen fifties on the side. Um, really profitable. It's hard to get into. 
So I recommend that. Uh, you know, just do it. That's it. It's it's um high risk, high reward. Let's that was way. before they had uh major sports like brand deals and stuff. I think that was probably what they did. Like, just do it was for the paper boy and <laughs> Nike's like Nike, just do it. And he was like a kid. <laughs> just deliver the papers. <laughs> just go to school. Just... <laughs> uh, and. Moving on to my sports high, or my sorry, my sports low. Uh, oh, this yeah. is definitely a low. Is uh, from all the reports and from what has been coming out of the camp in Dallas, it looks like Mike McCarthy is back as the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. And uh, I just want to have a moment of silence for the fans that have to watch that debacle for the next year. Um. Man, is he a horrible coach? He's terrible. Oh, he's, brother, this guy. guy <laughs> he's horrible. He's horrible. And it's not even just like, oh, look at his look at the record because the talent is just so is is superior, right? You're gonna get a good record. You're gonna make the playoffs. But when it counts, the decision making, the game management, the 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 understanding the clock, the timeouts, getting your team ready. Like getting all facets of the game ready, special teams, your quarterback, like it just it it cannot click for this guy, and he has what do ruined, I know? He has ruined uh, countless seasons for the Green Bay Packers, and now he's back at it for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't understand what Dallas sees in this guy, but I also understand that Jerry Jones is doing all the is doing all the the decision making and he can never let anybody go. He let Jason Garrett stay in in Dallas for literally an eternity when like Jason <laughs> Garrett was just like tossing stuff at a wall and like ruining like Dak's first couple of years and they're like here we have a talented team let me see what I can do to mess it up. Like that was a little bit Jason Garrett's MO. And freaking jerry jones was like i'm gonna keep him here he's our coach until literally people were like we will not watch if this guy is coaching what are you doing <laughs> jerry jones is going on his radio like press junket every week and it's like yeah what are you talking about like nothing's wrong and that's has been his demise right since they last won a championship jerry jones has been the the main obstacle to his own success, right? He's created like some some great teams. His personnel has created some great talent, but he can never get over the hump because he always has to insert himself somehow, some way, uh, into the day to day of the team. So it's gonna happen again, Cowboys fans. I don't really feel for you because I don't really like you, but it is a low for you. So there you go. Damn, damn son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Wow. Owned. Cowboys fans owned. I, you know, try to check the map and we don't get a lot of listeners from Texas. So, oh, well, they, I guess we really hawed their yeet. Well, they really hawed my yeet. Are we Stephen A. Smith's amateur counterparts? Uh, yeah, I guess Stephen A. Smith minus the cigar and the yelling. Guess who's back? <laughs> Literally, the Cowboys lose and the guy turns into Scarface. He just like can't stop laughing maniacally. And he can't stop smoking. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the man. He just, the Knicks, he's the Knicks lose and the Cowboys cigars. win. And he's like, <laughs> he, he just has to go berserk. Well, those are our lows. We're going to flash back to a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago now at this point, or whenever you're listening, possibly more. Time does keep moving forward. It's a fact. We're going back to. Uh, the playoff games that we had, which was uh, Bucks versus, or excuse me, the Bills, Chiefs, and then the Rams, Bucks. Yeah, uh, the talk Sunday, about the Sunday divisional games. The Sunday divisional games. Talk about a weekend of some of the best football that I've seen in years. Phenomenal. Talk about a weekend of some of the best football I have seen in years. I mean, come on, that was freaking awesome. That it's, whole weekend, that Rams, yeah. Bucks game, you can never, ever, ever sleep on tom brady i mean the, the fact that he, 27 to 3 and this dude brought it to 27 27 yeah insanity 
a lot of key mistakes. So I mean, starting with that game because that was first on the on the agenda, right? There was a lot of early mistakes by the Bucks in that game. Tom Brady making mistakes, the Sue penalty, like no one could cover. Just pen- nobody just could penalty. defend. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Just, pe- just penalties. Like it, it felt like a very slow day. You're like, man, is Tampa Bay gonna go out like this? Because the the Cooper Cup touchdown was like so easy that first one, so easy. So you're like, the Ra- man, like, the Rams oh. were in control. The yeah. Rams had everything. I mean, the Rams had the game by the cojones. Like they yeah. were in control. I mean, you go up twenty seven three at half. Crazy. I did not expect a game like that from Same. at least a half like that from the Bucks, and then to come out in that second half and, and man <laughs> could you talk about the absolute almost choke job but mostly choke job by the Rams like they really proved that they could choke in front of Tom Brady uh the the key moment was the when fumbles they get the, when they get the strip sack on Tom Brady and then the next play the center literally shoots the ball into the moon like like he thinks matt stafford is yao ming i don't get it he tossed it so far and so high i was like i was like this can't have happened the second like the play afterwards like that's just it was like almost like pure comedy they're like of course of course they're just gonna (laughs) yeah the benny hill music music. literally he's like like you can't script it any worse for someone choking right in front of tom brady and just like basically trying to gift him the game um but yeah just the end right well, even when they the stri- even when they stripped cooper cup i mean that yes, for me cooper it's cup. cooper cup the guy who was on fire this cooper entire cup. season Man. and then they ju- they stripped it clean and that's when you knew at that point once the defense started playing like that you're like okay we have a game yeah the yeah. reason they lost though is they didn't have Antonio Brown, nor did they have Chris Godwin. And for Tom that's Brady tough. to and, – and it wasn't so much like, oh, you couldn't throw to anybody else because that's how they got that like second touchdown. They threw all the reserves. Yeah. Because they weren't being covered. And so that's what you see. It's like Tom Brady can still make the throws, but when the defense is doubling Gronk and then they're doubling Mike Evans, there's, there's only so much that Tom Brady can do. Yeah, like you saw a little more Scotty Miller, which, man – he was a ghost for throughout this year, but yeah, he had to yeah. step up a little bit. He had four catches. Fournette had to play a big role coming up the injury too. So you knew that like, man, how much is he really going to make a difference in this game? He had nine catches. Uh, he wasn't really good on the ground. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't really good on the ground other than the touchdowns, but uh, his ability to catch out of the backfield really helped them get back into the game. And, yeah. and Mike Evans, you know, he's been he's proven that even without Godwin, he can make an impact. That's one thing that uh, he's a stud. He's a stud. What's kind of tough for him is yeah. like when you get when you get that defense focusing in on you, especially like like he sometimes he's he's kind of crumbled in some of these matchups, right? Right. And right. it hasn't happened. Like when you have the the big corner like Jalen Ramsey's and the Marshawn Lattimore's. He hasn't been he hasn't been great, but you know he's a great player. But Chris Godwin takes away a lot of that uh that that coverage, that pressure away from you. Yeah. So yeah. how is he gonna do being the number one guy again? Like, you know, had just him and Gronk. And he 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 delivered as much as he I delivered. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the defense did not. <laughs> the defense oh my God. Was the, the offensive line could not hold uh, a literally like a five pound weight. They were letting, I mean, like Brady was getting absolutely mauled at some points. And you're just like, you got to give him a second, a second to work. But when your line just collapses and these like, you know, guys on the wings are like coming all the way through, like so frustrating to watch. And key defensive mistakes, right? Like the the secondary, horrible, terrible. He was the reason they lost. Yeah, secondary was the reason they lost. The secondary was the reason they were down, right? You just like keep giving up these big plays, give chunks of yards, and you're you're not going to be in a good position. That last drive, Max, was so ridiculously bad that you can't cover 
Cooper Cup. Who you know and, they're going to look for. And and just focus in on him to try to get into OT. Right? Like, who, like, like, man, that's the one guy. And you let him, you let him get the first catch. And then you let him, and then you let him go right, like, uh, who is it? Winfield. Antoine Winfield. I don't know what he was thinking. Like, if he thought he had, if he had backup on that play, but he let Cooper Cup do the, the Homer Simpson dad, like, take off his cap and then walk right out. Like, he was just like, he yeah, just let him go right back. Straight back. back. Straight back. And yeah, I and you could see, too, that there was, a, there was miscommunication because uh, the guy who was originally, who originally picked up Cup stopped. Yeah. And then um, the, uh, the other guy came forward. And Cup kept going. And he kept going. <laughs> but neither of them are with him. They're just going, oh. And so yeah, awful. ridiculous, right? And then awful, uh, yeah. And it's funny, you lose on the you lose on the kick from the guy you cut. <laughs> you the, the the kicker that you cut uh defeats you at the end of the day. It's like classic full circle moment for him. But yeah. man, what an awful game. Like the defense really let Tom Brady down. I know he didn't have a good first half, but to have that type of comeback and then for the defense to like you didn't see any of the linebackers make any sort of distinct like, ooh, that was a good play. Like th- and they pride themselves on their front seven. Sue, Pierre Paul, Devin White, right? Levante David. Like yeah. What can you really say they did well? I mean, JPP did have a couple plays. Yeah. But, but, like, but yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Especially, well, no, and it's also the time where you need to step up the most. I, everybody yeah. knows that. It's the playoffs. And, like, that's the thing with football. You get one chance. And yeah. even in OT, too, you don't want to have to force that situation. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you let them score 27 in a single half, obviously, like, the Bucks did the same thing. But, like, you can't start the game like that. It's what we talked about with the Patriots, right? Like the first, the first quarter when you're giving up 14, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not able to, and you're making it way harder to win for sure. Because now, now, now you're already down. Now you have an upward hill to climb, and like, yeah, maybe you can get close, but the chances of you slipping along the way are very high for sure. And then that's it, right? Yeah, you're digging your own grave. Well, yeah. So that that game was insane, but another insane game was the Bills Chiefs game, and I mean, even just- more insane. Even more insane. The last couple of seconds. And then to lose. Okay, so we have to talk about it, right? Because this is what everybody's w- wondering about. It's like, do you change the OT rules? The Chiefs a couple years ago were crying when they lost the same way in OT. Now that they get the favorable side of this, they're like, oh, I don't think anything has to be done. That's cap. That is certifiably cap. <laughs> and the fact, like, you know how bad it feels and how yeah. dumb it is. And each team, in my opinion, should get a chance to, like, have the ball. Yes, I think. I get that they're trying to finish it up. Yeah. And I get that they're trying to like speed up the rest of the game. But when you've played that well, because think about how hard it is to tie specifically in football, right? Yeah. Multiple ways to score. You know, these guys, especially now when these offenses are so potent, like it's easy for them to get down the field. Defenses can only do so much for these like really good teams. So for you to just give, I don't know. It's like, yeah, one team gets one shot. And if they do it, great. And then that's it. That's so people, tough for me. Yeah. So people, people have brought up the, should we bring in the college rules, which is like, you know, you get your drive. At, I don't know what the specific yard line is, but you get it in the opposing, uh, opposing half of the field. Right. And you get your drive and then they get their drive. And that's like your OT, right? It's just a drive each four downs. And I don't know. I don't really like it that close but i wouldn't be opposed to some sort of shortened field approach because the one reason you're talking about you're right about is the defense it's tougher to cover that large of a field we saw it with um i mean obviously in regulation but we saw it with the the bucks rams game you make one big mistake right you got a 60 yard pass to cooper cup and then the game's over right so so it is tougher to defend with these potent offenses. I do understand that, like, you need to be able to defend at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, obviously, these offenses are, you know, otherworldly, otherworldly, and there haven't been an, there hasn't been an offensive like growth like this in a long like in a long time. Right. 
but you, I don't know. You got to play both sides of the ball. You got to do something. Like you got to form some resistance. I know, but straight, shouldn't they have a chance, right? Because again, say say you're like a good team, but yeah, you have a defensive lapse. Shouldn't your offense, who's been carrying you the whole game, to bring you to OT? Shouldn't they have a chance to like show what they have? I mean, for the fact yeah. that like Josh Allen couldn't even step back out on the field again. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, your best. So yeah, if your best player is your quarterback. It's a difficult situation to a, see to see him not get a chance. Correct? Right, and also like it's tough too. It's it's kind of contrived because it's like okay, you could be ready for it, but you lose off of a coin toss. I'm letting fate decide. You, yeah. That's not in professional sports where these guys like contracts and livelihoods. I don't want to let a freaking you know hunk of metal and the gods determine you know like what. No, it makes. It makes total sense because, like, I'm not I'm not opposed to that idea. I would actually enjoy that idea because, from a viewership standpoint, you're able to see kind of this retaliation. The same way, when you have the quarter, when you have the coin toss in the in the beginning of the game, you see the other team start the next half. So there's a better right. strategy there. So when right, you have the coin, right? Yeah. So when you have the coin toss. You get you you want to choose. Hey, I'm gonna defer. I'm gonna let them do their thing, right? And if you if you get stopped and you pick defense, right? Like that's a different. Like you trust your defense. That's good. That's a diff- that's your strategy. But that right so, that exactly sure you 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 can do strategy right. So say we're yeah. a defensive minded team. Say I want these guys as fresh as possible. You know, since they're still hot, I yeah. elect to go defense first, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 can pick, but as long as I'm going to have a chance, because right, say say our defense does its job and stops them, mm-hmm. score is still the same. Like, and then obviously, yeah, in a normal situation, that would turn you just over. get a field goal and win. Yeah, but but say they scored, right? Say they scored, I should we should have a chance. You're like, okay, our defense did this good and they they messed up. So right, they scored. Now our offense should be able to redeem that. Yeah, and and test their defense because again, it's a team, it's both sides. I just want to see. I just want to see defense being as important as the offense, and not in like a. Oh, I don't want to see the the quarterback do their do their thing type of thing. But I appreciate good defense, and I would have appreciated some like some more resistance on that last drive by by Kansas City. I thought. The Jarek McKinnon play, uh, sorry, the 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 Hardman play, the Hardman play where he goes up the sideline was just so easy. Yeah, and and this is from a defense that was considered the best, like the best in the league, arguably. Right, so mm, I don't feel too bad for them. Yeah, because if you're the best in the league, you gotta show it at the 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 key moments. You gotta make the key stop. But again, but you want to. But, but, but again, the, Kansas yeah, City's def- yeah. defense has been struggling all year, and then you want to give them a chance to prove themselves, and then you want to give Josh Allen and his guys a chance to see the field. Agree, agree. So, so I, I, honestly, I think some rule changes are in effect, especially honestly. And you know what, Shrey? Maybe for regulation, keep it. I still think it's dumb, but for playoffs, you know, because like in playoffs, they spend extra time reviewing, right? Mm-hmm. They make sure that they get they're getting the calls right. They make sure that they're calling versus no calling. Yeah, like they're, they're they're trying to be diligent and fair about the outcome of the game. Well, how can you say that you're being diligent and fair when you have this entire whole chunk, whole aspect of the gameplay being skewed to one side heavily? Mm. You know? Yeah, it's I feel I feel you. I think I think I think it might happen because of kind of the uproar that it's caused. Right. But I don't think it's going to happen very soon. I think it's it's going to be tough for the NFL. I'm not going to gonna change. Yeah, it's like I, I'm going to keep things the way they are. I'm a football purist. <laughs> football purist. We talking about I the know. Yeah, but honestly, there's 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 both. Sure. I know how this game was played in 1962. All right, <laughs> I want to keep it the same. Concussions everywhere. Bad safety equipment. Oh and my God. Football, American football. God. Ridiculous. But other than that. What a game, right? Like that, what a game. That last, I think, what was it? The last, like, well, minute fifty seconds or something like that. Minute twenty-five or something like that. To have twenty-five points total points scored in that short of a time frame, 
is 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 something I didn't imagine. That game was relatively slow. You were like, yeah. okay, like you expected kind of this like shootout, like, but to have it that quickly, and you were just kind of shocked. You were like, you would see like a pass, and you'd think like, oh, that's a normal play, and it would be a touchdown. Like the Gabriel Davis, the uh, the touchdown, the second touchdown, the one in yeah. that minute, right where he uh he got it or yeah he got it over the middle and i just thought that was a regular pass over the middle i did not expect it to be a touchdown the first the, the other one where he broke the guy's ankles yeah ridiculous that that i like that makes me so sad because we don't have talent anywhere near that on the patriots and ah. he's their he's their second wide receiver and he was third for most of the past season and a half but now he's clearly yeah. their second right like, like uh, I'm still looking at Nikhil Harry catch it off of his body and expect hands on his chest. Like, I don't know. So, um, ridiculous play. And then the Tyreek Hill touchdown. To see that speed. and do you, It's, it's like, Tyreek Hill. It's ridiculous. Dude's insane. It's, he's like Cheetah for a reason. I did not expect him to run, run down the middle of the field. Like, he was just doing a... He was just doing a a, a short like kind of like over the middle route, and he literally just snaked himself to the sidelines and went, Pew. and I was like, Pew. that is faster than most people listening will ever run ever in their lives. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, unless you unless you're and he did like, it for a sustained like a sustained period of time to put on the Jets Olympic track. Oh no, I'm not saying everybody. Hey, or you like to run in your free time and you just happen to be fast. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm not four too but, fast. No, God. <laughs> and we yeah, just to see him take off like that. Yeah, it was it was like I said at the beginning, it was some fantastic football. Yeah. And if you get a chance, if you didn't see the broadcast, go back and even just watch the highlight sections. Because just these plays that these guys are making, incredible. I incredible. Would, I would suggest putting it on on um mute so you don't have to hear Tony Romo, but He's just he's just ridiculous now. He's like, oh my he's god! He's ridiculous. Yeah, every play is like, will will the Chiefs cement themselves in the NFL history books, and or will this be the play? I'm like, dude, why does everything have to be like a statement you make five years in the future? Like, like can we just like talk about the play that might happen now? He used to be so good at directing plays and being like, oh, predicting him and everything. Now he's like posturing in the middle of like what could be the greatest play ever and he has you to could like, just make the play call yeah and he's like <laughs> like nance is like trying his best to like get excited like which like i haven't seen nance ex- that excited when he did the the tyree kill call just he seeing him like i think his mind was blown like he was like very excited at that play huh? then, you have to, then you have to hear tony romo ruin it right so it's like ridiculous and we'll talk more when put we put it on the, mute when we we'll do, do the, the gauntlet next the week gauntlet. yeah but uh, otherwise, great game, exceptional game, one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. I agree. Yeah. So in terms of the game that we talked about previously, uh, Tom Brady uh, losing, there has been a lot of speculation in the air. Tom Brady, there's been reports that Tom Brady is retiring this year. However, I don't know if I buy it. I don't know if I buy. I think Adam Schefter took a story that he like caught wind of and he's like this is it this is it and he wanted them clicks and he got the internet in a craze and nothing has really been confirmed yet i mean brady's dad is like oh he didn't really didn't tell me if he's gonna retire or not mm. plus he has money on the table yeah he has he has quite a bit he has quite a bit he's gonna make I, he's gonna make 27 mil cash cash i don't think giselle's gonna let him walk away from that giselle was the reason why he moved down to tampa yeah <laughs> she calls the shots. Tell me she does not wear the pants. She does. So Tom Brady's. <laughs> can I give you? Can I, can I give you my uh, the pants? <laughs> can no, I give she you? is wearing the pants. Tom Brady's like very like he's uh he's like he wants to like make her happy all the time. He's like, oh Giselle, honey, can I can I get you anything? <laughs> <She's> like, mm. <laughs> I mean, hey, not at this with, time, Tom. <laughs> with the check that she's made over her career, yeah, I'd I'd listen to her too. Um, <laughs> like she simp. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, I don't know. My, uh, numbers speak. Simp. 
That's all right. I mean that with with the utmost love and respect, but respectfully. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, my, my dear, I... do you need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I already got it right here. <laughs> my peanut butter. <laughs> Not now, dear. Oh my god. All right. Can I give you my? Anyway. Can I give you my theory? Yeah, I'll take so your we, theory. So we looked at the day that all his money is supposed to be guaranteed. February 18th. That's five days after the Super Bowl. Right? So whether or not he was going to get to the Super Bowl win, he would have had days after that to make his decision, retire if he wanted to. That would void the, the, the last year of the deal. Everything would be cool. And I think that might have been his plan. I don't think, like, as much as Tom Brady loves kind of, like, the spotlight a little bit more now, now that he's gone to Tampa. Right. I think this is one of those things that he would have probably wanted on his own, like, to keep under wraps and then put it out on his own terms, whether it be some sort, like, on his media platform, right? Like, just how Katie puts his stuff on boardroom, like, his media platform. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Tom Brady would have wanted to do it on his Instagram, uh, his way, with a nice little video, like, the Edelman thing and stuff like that, right? Right. Um, but Schefter beat him to the punch and whatever he probably was thinking. It might have leaked out. Honestly, it could blow up in his face, but I think a lot of the the... He hasn't made an official statement at this time. Yeah, I think a lot of the like his his agent coming out and his dad coming out and saying you know nothing's happening. I don't know where this information's coming from. And the, the then the Jeff Howe report that Tom Brady just called the box and said I haven't made a decision yet. I think it might be a little more damage control based, and that we might still be getting the same uh, result of Tom result. Brady retiring. Retiring, right? But now for this time period, there's going to be confusion. There's going to be silence, right? Like, Schefter's not going to say anything on the matter until he knows he's correct or he's wrong. So he's sweating it out, right? So... Oh, man. <laughs> it happens It happens all the time. What have I like, done? <laughs> like, like, remember when uh, Stephen A. went on first take and was like, I think Kyrie's coming to the Knicks. And then, uh, like, no, like, like, immediately after he goes to the Nets... <laughs> So, and Kyrie's like, like Kyrie's like, I never plan on playing in uh, <laughs> Madison Square Garden. So it's like Stephen A. Smith. I am so convinced <laughs> Kyrie will be coming to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then there's times where it's like Woj is like, or Shams is like, you know, I'm hearing that kind of KD to the Nets, and then they'll be like, oh, KD hasn't made a decision yet, and then. Katie will put it on boardroom and then it'll be a decision, right? Or Right, right. They, they'll tease it, but they won't like say anything definitive because uh, social media went insane. Went I, I could not scroll without seeing a Tom Brady post. It was like, uh, you know, House of Highlights, Overtime, ESPN, ESPN2, the Pats, the Bucks, uh, and then like all these major, you know, influencers and then just people you know. Yeah. Reposting the Tom Brady thing. Thank you. Go, go. Greatest of all time, which – they're not wrong. No. He is absolutely the greatest of all time. And people who I've tried – people have tried to argue for Aaron Rodgers, and especially after this year, there is no argument. Come on. People, people have tried to argue for Drew Brees, and that one, you no. can you – can, It's. I mean, I think it's what? completely false. He's won, he, he won once. Yeah, I know. But people are like, oh, well, talent-wise, in like his accuracy, and he still had records that he was competing with Tom Brady for. And yards and whatever. Yeah, I mean he- – Tom Brady still beat him in terms of, yeah, touchdowns and passing yards. Yeah. And he kept going, too. So it's like, it's not even a question. Like people I'm not say, freaking leaving. People still say Montana. I think they're just living in the time where Montana was alive and Brady was still, like, I don't know, like 12 years old or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Montana is still playing and, you know, his career is in the day. And He's the greatest of all time. Brady's an embryo or something. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so they're still living in that whatever. Brady's the greatest of all time. I know I made I, I might have jumped the gun. I put some stuff out there on social media. I was like, you know, sm- you know, hopefully you, you did it. I did. did I, it. I, I poked. I poked it. I poked it. And See, I, it, it'll be so funny if this if this flop if this gets like slammed right back 
in Schefter's face. The memes will be gold. Oh my gosh. His credibility will have gone absolutely down the toilet. And it would like, that's the, that's the, the risk you take by being a breaking news analyst and by being like the Shams and the Woges and the, the Schefter's and the Ian Rappaport's. When you get the story first and you say, this is a credible source. I need to be first to the story. You make a decision. But then sometimes when you're like talking about like Willie Hernan Gomez, no one really cares if you're wrong about it, right? You can just be like, correction, he's not getting traded. And no one will be like, will be like, we didn't care either way. But when you talk about Tom Brady, or <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about Tom Brady and LeBron James, and like you know what I mean, like the greatest of the greats. The greatest of the greats, yeah. And you, you, you put something out there before it actually happens. You're wow. take, you're taking, you're putting your whole foot in the, you're, you're dunking yourself in the water before anyone has a chance to get in. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta stay there. You gotta stay there until it actually. And that water happens. might be hot. It, it might, might be, hot. be hot. It might be hot. Um, but I think, I think it's more damage control. I think he's gonna retire. If that, if it was up to me, no. No, I don't think so. I think that with money on the table and he still has a couple good years left. Like like think about Tom Brady's arm talent. Like he still has time. Oh, for sure he has years left. Oh, for sure he has years left. It's not it's not a question of years left. It's a question for, of what I think he he's a Well, I think he's going to be afraid. I think he's going to be afraid because once you step down from professional football, you're not going back. And I think he might want to just go for one more year, really etch himself into the Mount Rushmore of football. And then call it a day. Finish up his contract. Call it a day. Yeah, I mean, it is tough to swallow to see him go out on a loss, right? Especially in the divisional round, you're like, oh, we should at least made the championship game. Right. But I don't know. I feel like if Kobe can have a, a great second act to his career, right, after yeah. retiring, like, we thought, like, once Kobe retires, what the heck is he going to do? And he started writing children's books, and he got an Oscar for started his short coaching, film, yeah. short animated film. He started coaching, like he had a successful, like way to cope with not being a part of like professional basketball. Anymore. Yeah, and Brady has his like uh, media company, right? He did the Tom versus Tom. He's got clothing he the, lines. Yeah, yeah. He did the, Tom He's versus a, Tom, yeah. and he did the Man in the Arena, and he'll. I think he'll find a way to figure it out. It definitely is like. A confusing period when you're that great and you're so invested in your career and right. then but like there's also something to be said about leaving on your own terms like not on an injury or not on not not like a ben roethlisberger where you're like not yeah. good for a long period of time like yeah. if ben ben should have retired three years ago <laughs> he could have gone out with a shred of dignity and now he's just like fat and on the sideline like looking upset it would have been it would have uh, it would have done the Pittsburgh Steelers a little more justice because now a little more justice. Now, Ma- Mason Ru- Mason Rudolph is on the bench. It's like barbecue sauce dripping from his face, and like I'm supposed to what play? Oh crap! <laughs> the last time I did that, <laughs> I almost got headbutted with a helmet. Like, like so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, you don't want that situation. Obviously, I think the Bucks are like praying because I the, Kyle Trask is nowhere near ready. Right, no. he hasn't taken he hasn't taken reps. Who? Yeah, like he's the he's the backup backup. He's like he's like the guy they picked. People are like, oh yeah, for when Brady retires, ha 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 ha. Yeah, he's gonna retire. And then if it comes to Brady retires, like ha. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ha, ha. oh no, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> we actually have to use him. <laughs> so, um, it's definitely they'd be like a, a bubble team, right? Even if Godwin comes back healthy. But if he doesn't come back and they have to use Trask, like they're pretty much screwed. They're back to where they started when, if they had Winston even worse. So well, that's it. We got, we got our chip with the greatest of all time. And now we're back to being the regular Buccaneers. They yeah, bring so Jameis Winston back. <laughs> it's like, it's, it would literally be Kawhi Leonard-esque. It would be Kawhi Leonard-esque. Hey dude, the Raptors are like a six seed right now. <laughs> compared to compared to championship caliber <laughs> yeah they were the second seed that whole year they were yeah <laughs> so i mean props to the raptors but also bucks are nowhere near ready if they didn't have brady i think they're praying that they can get one more year out of him maybe draft another quarterback to 
battle Trask uh, the season after Brady leaves. I don't know. I don't see this all coming out for nothing. Like, uh, it would be crazy. No, it's exactly what you said. It's when you get the greatest of all time and you, you like, want to pop a story because you think that you're first. Everybody, You know everybody's going to jump on that. Of course. Right. Of course, but I, I don't know. There's, so for him, I, he, he took a risk on his credit. Yeah, I guess. Right, because he wouldn't take a risk on, like like you said, his credibility oh, this is the, without this is, having... This is a career-altering story if he gets this it guy wrong. stinks yeah if he, he he's gonna get the journalism version of relegated the sports yeah. gen, like like he's gonna go b level if he doesn't if he doesn't get the story right so i don't i think i think brady is just kind of you know making him wait he wants it on his own terms if i'm wrong that would be crazy but i think that's what's gonna happen i think it's gonna happen i'm after still the team Bra- i'm still team brady yeah I think it's gonna happen. I still think, yeah. Uh, Gronk might retire for real this time. I think if Brady comes back, Gronk comes back. It's easy. Okay, Tom. I guess if you want to put another year, (laughs) I want to. I want to put my feet in the pool with you on YouTube again. Just two pros hanging out. (laughs) I love you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Shrey, let's talk about something. else that you brought to my attention that i was unaware of um some wronging has been done to mm-hmm. some big names in sports history so the baseball hall of fame uh, just came out i you were telling me and they left some uh <laughs> pretty big names off the ballot and this was their last year of eligibility yeah last year okay well the good side is, is that big poppy made it david ortiz the dh from heaven uh made it into the hall of fame i mean he deserves it. He was awesome. Like back in the day, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what baseball was, but like, even if you don't know who baseball, who baseball is, who, you don't know, like a great guy. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't know anything about baseball, you've heard the name big poppy. If you're around our age, there he is. He's, he's watching over Shreyas always. <laughs> I mean, what a stud. Like, yeah. But I cherish that. That's like I went. I went to his. Um, I went to a game with some friends, his last year, and they were doing the you know the big poppy, MLB tour, of giving him gifts and stuff, and they would do like promotional stuff, and that's a one of the promotional items from that year. So that's like a, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. It's like it was like a big poppy canvas or something, canvas portrait. Goaded. Goated. So it's like like I've got to see him play multiple times. Unbelievable clutch hitter. Um playoffs. You know, he won multiple times, right? And he was the he was the big dog on all, if not a, a couple of those championship runs. Like, you know what I mean? He was the head honcho. So, you know, you knew he was going to get in. What I ten time all star, yeah, all star silver sluggers through the roof, like seventeenth all time home runs, like that's well, yeah, right. And this is not in the home run era. This is in the modern era. I mean, mo- I mean, mo- the home run era, meaning like the the I'm talking about like the the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, going into, like, Hank Aaron and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's... He should be a Hall of Famer, a first ballot. No no question about it. It's the others. It's the others. And when, you, when we talk about these names, Max, when you read them out, that they are no longer on the ballot for the Hall of Fame until they get, like, put onto, like, the Veterans Committee ballot, like, in the future. Like, you know what I mean? And that's the way they have to get in if they do. It's ridiculous. So go ahead. Like, uh, well, yeah, yeah, no, you have, yeah, you have the names, right? Yeah, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, bro, and and Kurt Schilling, who borderline, but the the two names I really want to talk about are Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Barry Bonds, dude, that's another name that you like. Okay, you don't have to know much about baseball, but you've heard the name. Yeah, it's uh, so to have 
so we know we know what Barry Bonds and and Clemens went through, right? They got put on the Mitchell report. They had to go to court, and they had to plead their case. They didn't ever fail a drug test, but they were on the report having received performance enhancing drugs. So they're forever attached to that era as the 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 figures. Like when you think steroid era. You think who? You think McGuire? You think yeah, Barry them. Bonds? You think Roger Clemens? And you think Sammy Sosa? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> right? Those are the four names. And Sammy Sosa was on this on this uh, ballot, too. He he got... Does he have another year? No, no. This is last year. He was 14th uh, in voting. So the way Baseball of Fame voting works for uh, people that don't know, you need 75% of the votes from the Baseball Writers of America. So you need 75%. Yeah. And so Ortiz got 77. So he made it. Um, and Bonds and Clemens over the past couple of years were hovering in that uh, 60 to 70. And it took them a long time to get there. Like when they first got on the ballot, they were like so super, super low. Right. And then they started going up and they started getting to 60. The highest uh, anyone got out of the three that we talked about, Cl- Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling. Schilling got to 70 in 2020. And he didn't. Wow, that's it. And then it's crazy how he dropped because when you look at the ballot this year, Schilling was at 58. So he dropped quite a lot over the past couple of years, even though his career hasn't changed. People like, yeah, he said horrendous stuff. Like you may you may hate him, but like you got to look at what he's done on the field, right? And like nothing has changed with what he's done on the field and what he's said over the past couple of years. He's been relatively quiet, and like his vote went down. So I'm I'm confused about that. But going back to Bonds, going back to Clemens, these are the face of your sport. For I mean, that's a what full you can decade. argue. Fame is that's what you can argue. Fame is right. Yeah. A full, and a plus full what deck. they did, plus what they did. I mean, it's guys who have stats to back it up. Yeah. And then, yeah. And it, again, it's it's like the, how they are perceived off the field is also you have to take that into account, you know. But but, yeah. but, but I'm saying that more in terms of like their stardom in that realm. Like you need to you need to consider that. Yeah. And when you when you talk about if you're specifically looking from the stat basis, right? Like Bonds, even if he didn't do steroids, <laughs> who would have been a borderline Hall of Fame? So. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's right. that's how incredible of a talent he was, right? Seven-time MVP, fourteen-time All-Star. He was a Gold Glove eight times. He was a twelve-time Silver Slugger. He won the Hank Aaron Award three times. He was a home run leader twice in the NL. Mm-hmm. Like, like the accolades are just so staggering that, it, like, in that sport, that right. you would think, oh, if you if you didn't know anything about the sport and you just saw mvp you know what an mvp was you knew what an all-star was you knew what a goal you knew what the major awards did like defensive uh, awards his hitting right Right. like like his batting average and stuff you just said hey is this guy a hall of famer you'd be like yeah he should have been in like like 20 years ago right and well is it is it just proof I mean, Trey, is it just proof that like what you do and say off the court or off the field is like impact? Because I think you can make the for case sure. that it's it's politics and I'm not arguing. Oh, for sure. No, it's for sure. Politics. It's it's. Yeah, the, it's that Bond wasn't a likable figure. Right. He rubbed media the wrong way. Um, and so they get it was like an out for the media to be like. Oh, he was a part of the era. I won't vote for anybody in that steroid era. Um, yeah. And he was the face of that era and, you know, had the most, like, you know, he had to go to court for it. Like, there's a lot of evidence, right? <laughs> even though he didn't, even though he never failed right. uh, a performance-enhancing drug test. Never failed one. But the reports are so out there that, like, he's he's the guy, right? He's the steroid guy. So... It's so backwards because you look at a lot of the other guys from the era and how can you say they didn't 
right? Well, it's the like, same thing with 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 the sticky attack, a spider attack, and like sticky stuff. It's yeah. like everybody is doing it. Coaches right. know, players know, organizations know. It's just when like the public and the media catches hold of it, that's when it's a problem. Totally agree. What if Garrett Cole, right? He goes on to have a second act of his his career, like you know what I mean? Like he has a great run to end his career. And now you're, you know, in the third or fourth year of the ballot and you're like, is Garrett Cole a Hall of Famer? Are the media gonna hold the sticky stuff controversy against him? the same way that they do with bonds and Clemens with steroids. Like, yeah, they all, they all cheated. (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's not, it's not fully. It's like mostly circumstantial, but let's, for the sake of argument. Yeah, they all cheated, but your sport allowed it. And, and, uh, and your commissioner that was in charge of that era like in charge during the era, he's a Hall of Famer, and none of those guys are. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, and how, how are you going to de- delineate between? Oh, Bonds did it, Clemens did it, but Ortiz didn't do it because you know his report wasn't as uh, Bruh. was because he was more of a likable guy. Yeah. yeah, and or you know Bagwell didn't do it or. Uh, Larry Walker didn't do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to say that? You're picking, it's picking favorites. It's, so it's picky, picking favorites. But it's, since it's all circumstantial, at the, like, if we're going down to the nitty gritty of it, it is all circumstantial. How are you going to say that it's one guy is over the other? If they're all hoping, Be- like, why can't we just look at the stats and why can't we look at what they did on the field? That's all we have that we know is fact. Yeah, but they, that, that's right. That's exactly why, but that's exactly how you prove that it's politics because they're yeah. not looking at what they did on the field. Or they're like, oh, well, this was good, but in for an organization to just kind of come out and be like, yeah, this is our verdict. That's it. Like these guys are will, will no longer be in the Hall of Fame. And while they might be in the People's Hall of Fame officially. And will it really be the same? Like get, say they get through through the Veterans Committee. Will it really be the same impact? Because when we talk about first ballot Hall of Famers, right? Like that is an impact. Like. When we talk about the unanimous Hall of Fame, the first ballot Hall of Fame, you're like, that makes a difference, right? Like, that's like Michael Jordan. That's like... I don't know if Babe Ruth should have been in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> because, you know, if you look at some of those drug tests and those reports, you, you the documents are very old, and you can kind of fudge those, you know? A lot of it's <laughs> done with pen and paper. And uh, I think that's why he shouldn't do it. I, You know, I know he was good on the field, but I don't know, man. Yeah. It's the same not, thing. It's, it's a the lot same of, thing. It's a lot of I don't know, man's. And I tell you, that's a why lot these of people. Them. That's why these people keep their ballots anonymous, right? They're 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 afraid because they don't want to be known as the guy who who said that Kurt Schilling is not going to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they don't want to be. Because people would be like, dude, what what the hell are you thinking? Like it, it's gotten so like it's it used to be like yeah, Barry Bonds shouldn't make it, and like everyone was like about it, right? Like the first couple of years, like. Yeah, he was a steroid guy. Of course he's not going to make it. It's gotten to a point where people are so on the other side of like, yo, you should be voting for this guy or your sport is stupid. That no one, none of those people that were like, we're going to talk about him not being a Hall of Famer. are are They're all silent. They're all anonymously passing in their balance. They don't want to make a peep because they know if they say Barry Bonds isn't a Hall of Famer, they're going to get absolutely roasted and it's right. Like that's the right thing to do. Roast him, boy, <laughs> boy. If you don't <laughs> vote for Barry Bonds, that's like, crazy. Oh man, to not yeah. vote a generational talent because your sport is so dumb, psycho- like psychotic, political, internally it's political. Well, it's right. Who who just had their ninth strike? Who just had their ninth? Uh, the MLB baseball. Oh, then oh nine oh ninth strike. Oh, I, I was like oh, ninth uh, strike. Yeah, yeah, no, ninth. Um, yeah, yeah. You're sports, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Player strike. Yeah. Player strike. Right. Um. Also, just an update for everyone. Uh, I'm only at 31 nuggets, and I'm heavily slowing down. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. That's a lot of nuggets. Like I'm getting like full and like feeling gross. Um. Can we talk about the ones you got? What What did you get? I accidentally got spicy nuggets. 
Okay. I just wanted regular crispy oh, ones. Very fun. And it's and the problem is is like they're not hot. It's just they're like annoyingly like peppery. It's just like somebody put too much black pepper on them, and I'm just kind of like annoyed while I'm eating them. They also got look- really soggy and cold in the bag. Oh. So the sauce is helping. Sauce helps a little bit, but like this, this nugget is it's cold and it's way less delicious than you would imagine. Think of a, think of a chicken nugget commercial. No, they're pretty good, but they got cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any cold nugget is going to be bad versus um, a hot, warm, juicy, delicious. Yeah. And even considering I'm assuming uh, Wendy's is one of the better nuggets, right? I'm not. A connoisseur, but I, I feel like people say that Wendy's is one of the better. Wendy's nuggets. fries have been lacking for years. Mm-hmm. Their nuggets, I would take over McDonald's. That's just me. I think people would. Say, I think people, most people would say that. I think over mm, McDonald's. Some, no, some people would disagree, and I think it's up for debate. No, I think I think they only disagree because they probably have McDonald's more because it's more prevalent and it's and no. it's easier to like. He's just like, oh, there's a McDonald's right there. I'm gonna get some nuggets with my, some my fry. Like you know what I mean? Like, so you probably have it more versus like Wendy's. Like you don't really, I don't know. There's not a lot of people that have Wendy's every day like they would like a McDonald's. So I feel like I could not eat this every day. I already feel like (laughs) I need to go eat some vegetables. I think I might. I'm gonna keep no. eating as long as the recording. Shrey, we should, uh, yeah, probably, you know, a, get get close to finishing up here. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I have some more questions. <laughs> uh, what what sauces did you pick? I'm though? so thick, just honey mustard. They gave me enough, though. Thank God, they gave me. I still have like six Honestly, sauces in there. You know, you can ask for other sauces, right? It's still the same price. Yeah, but I got it through the app because I wanted the deal. Also, I wanted everybody to know. That I got these fifty nuggets for ten dollars. Okay, so I didn't know that was a deal. When you it's said I had to drive further to get this deal, so I drove to a different Wendy's that had this deal. But it's fifty nuggets for ten bucks. I, is that only an app or an online thing? I don't know. Maybe I looked you, it up and then I started seeing it, and then I was like looking around, and like the Wendy's close to me didn't have it on their menu. But then I looked online. Uh, Wendy's a little bit farther and then they were like we have the family it, this is a family pack like this is supposed to feed five people and I'm eating it myself <laughs> what's wrong with me <laughs> oh okay all right well you know I think we that we've talked about a lot of sports today and I think that I'm happy are you happy I'm full I mean I would be I would be happy if this was episode 32 why because you ate only 32 nuggets. Oh. <laughs> you know, I contemplated. I was like, I was like, do I do this for a hundred? Uh, I'm like, no, I, I'm having a hard time. I'm still eating. No, hey. I feel like I feel like for a hundred, I'll we'll have to split 50 and 50 of something. Yeah, like, let's make it like a healthy option. Yeah, let's let's do like 50 uh, celery sticks. Actually, I couldn't do that. Oh, I, I kinda, hate celery. I hate. I kind of hate raw celery. Yeah, it's not great. Um, we'll have to think. We'll have to think. We'll we'll uh, we'll strum up some ideas. We drink fifty 50. glasses of water, get overhydrated, and die. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? We'll be, we'd have we. It would take us uh four hours to do an hour podcast. Could be like Max. I gotta go to the bathroom. Right <laughs> can we pause? <laughs> Hold. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Wow! Uh, right. I, you're just like really chugging through the cold nugget, dude. I, Ugh, I feel, dude. Horrible. My stomach does not feel good right now. I feel. And I was good. gonna make like chips and guac and eat pizza for you know the playoffs today. Oh yeah, <sighs> you can still can. You still can. I know. It'll I just go, I like try. It'll go right through you, and then you'll be able to do, eat whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being a little bit of a diva right now. Just go, just drink. If you drink a lot of water, I feel like. I think I think yeah. A part of it is like, have you been drinking water? You haven't, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got my I chug mean, jug. Yeah, that should make it a little easier, right? Like you're not. It's not like dry and like just like. No, like I'm gonna have in your stomach. No, there's gonna be some processing to do later, though. Some loading, <laughs> some loading, some some loading, some unloading. unloading. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm in operations now. I know how to handle this. <laughs> 
He had the protocols. I need to schedule a delivery and a drop off. <laughs> you, know, you know all the oh, protocols. You know all the workflows. <laughs> I'm running a CRM analysis on my bowels. <laughs> well, let's see. We got our crap margins up by 30% this quarter. Uh, I'm really happy with how that's performing. We got uh, an extra 15% waste extracted. So, you know, keep it moving, people. I- I'm liking how things are looking. The, to- <laughs> uh, the toilet the toilet has its uh, own supply chain problems. It's like, we're not getting it in time. We're not getting it in time. <laughs> we need quicker exit. We need quicker <laughs> That's the whole problem with the supply chain. Everything's always backed up. I can't get raw material. <laughs> Everything, oh, everything is so backed up. I like that. Everything is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. And with that, with some of our potty humor, this has been another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Strays. We will see you next time. Peace.